Thank you, Holy Spirit of the Living God. Bawe tu osama zulu. Siabule la tito ngolusuku osipelona. Father, we bow down in your presence. We thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness in our lives. We thank you, Father, for this beautiful day that you have given us, O Lord. We thank you, O God, for your covering. We thank you, O God, for your divine protection, for your intervention, O God. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of eternal life. Father, we thank you for the gift of salvation, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus, O God. Let your word be a seed, O God, in our life. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, O God. We thank you, Father, for this platform. We thank you, Lord, for the souls that will be saved because of your word. In the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. I greet you, brothers and sisters, in the wonderful name of Jesus. I know there are people who are listening from America, uh, Europe, Asia, Africa. Well, I thought today I would mix it up, you know, with my mother tongue. You know, I am a Corsa-speaking guy from South Africa. I am Latter-day preacher. I come from the tribe of Corsa-speaking. I am a Corsa-speaking guy. So, Corsa is a language, you know, in South Africa that we speak. You know, the same language that Nelson Mandela used to speak and many other people in South Africa, including me indeed. So today I thought I should mix it up and I, 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 and I treated you in my language. It's a Corsa and I said, Molweni Ninja Nikodwa. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this day. Uh, without wasting any time, brothers and sisters, let us um, go into our word for today. Our main scripture today, it is um, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 30, chapter 30. We are reading from verse 11, from verse 11. Yes, 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 from verse 11. That is where we are today in our book. So today we are talking about life. We are talking about life, prosperity. We are talking about death and destruction today. That is what we are talking about in our word for today in the name of Jesus. Well, let us go into the word of God. Let us read. I said Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 11, verse 11, verse 11, verse 11 to 20, verse 11 to 20. Let us read. For this commandment, which I command thee this day, it is not hidden from thee, 
neither is it far off. For this commandment, which I command thee this day, it is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. So verse 12 says, It is not heaven, that it is not in heaven, it is not in heaven that thou should say, Who shall go up for us to heaven and bring it unto us, that we may hear it and do it. Let me repeat. It is not in heaven that thou should say, Who shall go up for us to heaven and bring it unto us, and we may hear it and do it again. Verse 13 says, Neither is it beyond the sea that thou should say, Who shall go over the sea for us and bring it unto us that we may hear it and do it. So verse 14 says, But the word is very near unto thee in thy mouth and in thy heart that thou may do it. And in thy heart that thou may do what is what is it that Moses is talking about here? Moses is talking about life because he says that I set before you life and prosperity, life and prosperity, life and prosperity, and death and destruction. So there are two things that the Bible here is talking about. There are two things that the Bible here is talking about. Look, quickly, let us go to, um, let us go, then we will come back. Let us go to, so that I want to just to make this point very clear, what Moses is talking about, what the Lord has, has, has instructed him to say to the Israelites. Let us go to them, to the, um, uh, to Matthew 7, Matthew 7, Matthew 7, chapter 13. It reads like this. Enter ye at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Praise God. So Moses is talking about, is, 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 is telling, in fact, the, the, the Israelites, and he's saying that, he's, he's basically saying to them, choose between life, life which is prosperity, and, and, and death with his destruction. Which one? Because God is setting them before you today. So it's either you choose. So the Bible says that life is in Christ. Praise God. So life is in Christ. So when you choose life, you choose God. When you choose life, you choose eternal life. When you choose life, you choose to live. But when you choose death, you choose destruction. Or when you choose sin, therefore you choose destruction. Praise mighty Jesus. So as the Bible says here in, 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 in Matthew 13, that enter ye in the straight gate, for wide is the gate. So the straight gate means that the narrow gate. Praise God. The narrow gate. For for the wide, for the wide gate is the for, for, for the wide gate is this world. Praise God. Is this world. Praise God. So enter ye. So when you enter in the narrow gate, you are deciding, therefore, to take, praise God, your trust and follow Jesus. Praise God. You are deciding, therefore, you are converting from a sinner into, into a saint. 
praise God, into a disciple of Jesus Christ. But when you choose the wide gate, therefore, you are still continuing in your sin ways. So in other ways, in other ways, when you choose the, the narrow or the straight gate, you are choosing life. You are choosing life and prosperity. But when you choose the white gate, for, for the Bible says, For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. So when you choose the wide and broad way, you are choosing your own destruction. That means you are choosing sin. That means you are choosing Satan. Therefore, praise God. And many there be which go in, in, in therein. So verse 40 says, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way. Straight is the gate and narrow is the way. And many believers, or I mean to say many people, unbelievers don't like the, 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 the straight and narrow way. They don't want it, praise God. Praise God, because the, the devil has made their heart hard. He, the devil has hardened their hearts. So they reject the word of God. They reject everything that has to do with God. So they choose the wide and broad way, which leads to their own destruction. Praise God. So because straight is the gate and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few be, and few there be that find it because or how. Okay? But few there who find it. Praise God. That means, basically, in simple English, that only few people find the, the straight and narrow way. Only few people are willing to follow the straight and narrow way. Many will choose, praise God, many will choose the wide and the broad way, praise God, which lead to destruction. That, that is where we are today. Let us go back to the book, uh, to, to our main scripture, uh, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30, verse 11, chapter 30, verse 11. That is where we are. Now, Moses is, is offering the Israelites something, uh, something very important. He's offering something, something, something very important. Because we, we, have been, we have been given the authority, brothers and sisters, to choose. We have been given the freedom of choice to choose between life and death. So it's up to you if you are going to choose life. It's up to you if you are going to choose death. But both these aspects, both these things have consequences. Therefore, if you choose life, then you choose uh, you choose you choose the way of God. If you choose life, you choose Jesus. If you choose life, you choose God. But if you choose death, then you choose Satan. If you choose death, then you choose your own destruction. Praise God. So verse 11 says, let us begin there. For this commandment, which I command thee this day, it is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. So verse 13 says, it is not in heaven that thou should say, who shall go up for, for us to heaven and bring it unto us, that we may hear it and do it. So here Moses is talking about the word of God, that the word of God is not far from you. So God has already given us his word, praise God. His word is written down in the holy book. All that we have to do 
is to meditate, study, as he, as he, God himself, instructed Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, that upon this book you shall meditate day and night. Praise God. So th- this is the same commandment that still exists today, that still go- God wants us to follow today, that as, 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 as we read the scriptures, that we shall meditate upon them, praise God. We shall know the scripture by heart, praise God. We shall confess the scripture. Listen to what the Bible says here. Listen to what the Bible says here. So, verse 13 says, Neither is it beyond the sea that thou should say, Who shall go over the sea for us and bring it unto us, that we may hear it and do it. So, the word of God is not in heaven. So, God has already spoken his word has already given us his word. His word has already been, be, has already been, been written in stripes. His word has already been written. It is documented. All that we have to do is to peruse the Bible and study the word of God and meditate upon it and meditate upon it. So verse 14 says, but word, but the word is very near unto thee. So the word of God is very near unto thee in thy mouth and in thy heart. Praise God. So the very word. So in other words, the word of God should be living in our hearts as we meditate upon it, as we read it, that we must know it by heart and we must confess it by our mouth. So as we confess it, as we meditate upon it, then obviously, praise God. But but what is most important about the word of God, that as the Bible says that we must be doers of the word of God, not just readers. You can say, I study the word of God. I read the word of God. But you are living in contradiction with the word of God. That is an error. Praise God. If you are living in contradiction to what you say you know, that is an error because the word of God is there for us to practice us, is there for, is there for us to practice it, is, is there for us to live it. It must become, it must be, um, it must be become a living word because the word of God, the Bible says it is a living word, but that that living part, that alive part of the word of God, we, we must demonstrate it as, as believers. You know, when people look at us, they must they must distinguish between you and an, and, and an unbeliever. They must be able to tell that that man, we can tell that he is a, a, a Christian, he is a born-again man of God because he is a righteous man. He fears God. You can see it by his daily living because Christianity is not just uh, is not a religion but it is a lifestyle praise God so the word of God we read it because we want to become the doers we want to become the doers so if unbelievers don't see us living the word of God then living or becoming doers of the word of God then it, it whatever that we are we, we say we are we are lying Praise God. If you say that you are born again, but your ways are, are not the ways of God, then you are lying to yourself. You are lying to yourself and you are only calling upon destruction unto yourself. Praise God. So that is why the word of God, that is why the Bible says in verse 14, but the word is very near unto thee in thy mouth and in, her, in thy heart and, and that thou may do it. So verse 15 says, See, I have said before thee this day life 
this day they okay let me just uh do do, do this again see i have said before the this day life and good and 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 death and evil so in 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 praise god in other versions it says see i have said before you this day it says see i have said before you this day life and prosperity and death and destruction so verse 16 verse 16 says that in that i command thee this day to love the lord thy god to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments praise god but you cannot do that if you don't know the word of god if you don't study the word of god if you do not meditate upon the word of god we draw in loving god when we know his will <coughs> excuse me we draw in loving god when we know his will we walk in his ways when we know his will and when we know his word we keep his commandments when we know them praise god so as, as if we know the commandments of god then we will keep them so the bible says one jesus once said that you know if you love me you will keep my commandments so if you love god in other words you will keep his commandments that means you will not only be a reader of the word but you will become a doer of the word of god so unbelievers and other believers will look at you and say he is truly living according to the will of god he is truly living according to the will of god praise god but the glory of god must be seen in us even by unbelievers by those who say there is no god but they must look at us and say if there is a god that man is like him praise god so in that i command thee this day to love the lord thy god to walk in his way how are you going to walk in his ways when you don't know his ways the only way that you will know his ways is by studying and meditating upon the word of god and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments you must know the word you must understand the word praise god that thou may live and multiply so there are promises when you know the word of god because when you know the word of god and the will of god you will live according to the will of god in other words you will do what the word of god says you must do you will obey what the word of god says you must obey praise god you will obey all the decrees and the commandments of the lord praise god and when you obey god the bible says here that so that you may live and multiply in other words there is life when you obey god and life comes in abundance when you obey god you multiply in everything in every department of your life when you obey god so the bible says and the lord thy god shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it praise god so the land that you are going to you shall possess it the land that you are in now praise god god shall bless you there remember the bible says that you will you can never ever obey god and lack there is no lack in those who obey god but the problem is that it is it, it, it is 
us as people that are impatient. It is us as people that are impatient. We, we, we do not want to endure. We do not want to be patient. We do not want to wait upon the Lord. Because when we want things or blessings of God, we want them now. But the Bible says, as long as you continue to obey the, the, the word of God, as long as you continue to do according to his will, as long as you continue to walk in his ways, God says that, and this is a promise, and God is not a man that he should lie, nor is he a son of man that he should repent. And the Lord says that, and the Lord thy God says that, God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goes to possess it. So verse 17 says, If thine heart, if thine heart turn away, so that thy wilt not hear, but shalt be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Verse 8 says, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land whither thou passest over Jordan to possess it. Praise my teacher. So if your heart suddenly turns away from God and you do not obey him, you do not listen to his word, you do not hear his word, but you are drawn away and you worship other gods, now all of a sudden you, 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 you go back to worship your the ancestral spirits, you worship Buddha, you worship whatever other gods that is there in the world that is not God. Then the, the Bible says, and this commandment comes from God in verse 18, it says, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall perish, ye shall perish, and that ye shall not prolong your, your days upon the earth. Remember, we are talking about life, which is prosperity. We are talking today about death, with his destruction. So when you decide to turn away from God and go back to serve the gods that your ancestors used to serve or your own gods and you follow in your own ways, you are not walking in the ways of God, then you are calling upon yourself destruction. Then you are calling upon yourself death because there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. The only condemnation is for is, 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 is into those who, who, who are in sin, praise God. So if you turn away from God, praise God, and you, you serve other gods and you worship other gods, then the Bible says that I denounce unto you this day that you shall surely perish you shall surely perish, and that he shall, no, shall not prolong your days upon the land, whither thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. So verse 19 says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have said before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that you both, you both thou and thy seed may live may live this is the plea of god today god is saying to you today choose life so that we may live choose life so that we may live choose life so that we may live when we're talking about life we are talking about eternal life where do we find eternal life we found eternal life in christ jesus nobody else we find eternal life in christ jesus so this 
this there are two aspects of life i am talking about the spiritual life which is found in jesus even the, the the earthly life that we live is found in jesus because when you obey god and you live according to his will god will prolong your years he will prolong your years he will not only prolong your years but he will bless you in the land that you are in if whether you are in a foreign country or your own country but god will bless you and he will increase you in that land praise god i'm not talking about just blessings praise god but you must remember well, you must remember every christian knows the story of abraham you know abraham is known as the father of faith because of the faith he demonstrated and it was recorded and that he was considered by God to be a righteousness righteousness of God and because of his faith Abraham was blessed was blessed here on earth he was blessed here on earth Abraham had abundance of things Abraham had um, uh, numerous camels numerous cows oxes and everything silver and gold because of his obedience to God. God says that you can never serve me, you can never worship me and then lack. Praise God. So when we're talking about life in Jesus, we are talking about life as in life as is as in eternal life, but we are also talking about life as in prosperity when we are talking about prosperity we are talking about spiritual prosperity that when jesus is in you and you are in him you are rich you are rich you are rich and the bible says that you know your heart is where your riches are so every the heart of a believer is supposed to be where our god is is supposed to be where our riches are which is are in heaven are in heaven where they cannot be touched where they cannot be stolen there is no thief that will come there and steal the riches that God has promised us in heaven but God also blesses us here on earth with riches with prosperity like he like he, he blessed Solomon like he blessed David like he blessed Abraham like he blessed Jacob like he blessed every child of Israel praise mighty Jesus praise my and he continues to do that until today but when we are talking about death therefore let, let me just focus on prosperity because i want us to go on 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 life i want us to go i want us to go to the new testament right now i want us to go i want us to go to john 14 i want us to go to john 14 praise mighty jesus i want us to go to john 14 I want us to go John 14. I want us to go to go to John 14 verse 6 verse 6 let us go to verse 6 let us go to verse 6 let us go to verse 6 listen here okay I want just just, just to okay so just a few pointers about this scripture um um uh, let us read verse 1 let us read verse 1 John 14 verse 1 let us start there so that it will make sense so let not your hearts be troubled ye believe in me believe also in me you believe in god believe also in me so verse 2 says in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so i would have told you i go to prepare a place for you a uh, verse 
And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That is where I am. There you may be also. So verse 14 says, And whither I go, you know. And where I go, you know. And the way, you know. So, but in verse 5, Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou go, and how can we know the way? So verse 6, Jesus said, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Praise God. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So Jesus here is, is talking with his disciples and he's telling them that, you know, a time has come that I must go and prepare a place for you. Praise God in a place for you. And you know where I am going. But here, uh, Thomas seems to be confused. You know, he says, he says, he, but Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. And how can we know the way? How can we know the way? Now Jesus is telling them that he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. So in other words, unless you are born again, unless you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, then you have no life because life is found in Jesus. He is life. So today we are talking to you, but today God is saying to you, choose between life and death. Which one are you going to choose? Because Jesus is saying that I am the truth. So if, if, you, if, if you claim to know the truth, then you must be a born again child of God. Otherwise, if you, are, if, if you are not, then you don't know the truth. Praise God. You don't know the truth because he is the truth. And then you don't know the way. You are lost if you don't know Jesus. If Jesus is not your personal Savior and Lord, you don't know the way, you don't know the truth, and you don't have a life. Because life is found in Jesus, nothing less. And you can never go to the Father except through Jesus. So, hence the Bible is saying that no man cometh unto the Father, no man cometh unto the Father, but by me. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. So, unless you come unto the Father, through Jesus, then you will never see the Father. Praise God. You do not know the truth if you not if Jesus is not your personal Savior and Lord. You do not know the way. You are lost. You do not have a life because the Bible said He is the bread of life. He is the bread that gives life. Praise God. Let us go to John ten ten. John ten ten. Thank you, Jesus. John ten ten. John ten ten. John ten ten. John 10, 10, John 10, 10. John 10 says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. So this is what will happen. This is what the devil does. He comes to steal and kill and destroy. So in Jesus, is, the Bible says um, here in the book of John that Jesus is the way and he's the truth and he's the life. But the devil is a thief, is a killer, and he carries with him destruction. Praise God. You see, the devil is the opposite of what our Lord Jesus is. So, the, but the Bible says, as, as Satan comes to steal and kill and destroy, Jesus says, I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more 
abundantly. So in other words, Jesus has come to give us life. So without Jesus, there is no life. Life is found in Jesus, which is today is the same life that, that God is offering you today. So God is saying to you today, the word of God is saying to you today, here I come, I said before you, life and death. Which one are you going to, to choose? Because when you choose life, you choose Jesus. But when you choose death, then you choose Satan and you choose destruction. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. Let us go to John, um, John 6, John 6, John 6, John 6. Let us go to John 6, John 6, John 6, verse 27. Let us go to John 6, verse 27. Let us go to John 6, verse 27. Let us go to John 6, verse 27. Labor not for the meat which perish, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him hath God the Father seen. Praise God. So basically it's saying, that, that you know you, you know when when people are, are after earthly things you know there are people who are obsessed with wealth there are people who are obsessed with cars and houses and all these things so jesus is saying to you you labor so hard you work so hard for 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 earthly gains praise god but you you don't work so hard for what is important because the meat that 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 you should be after is the meat praise God, of everlasting life. Praise God. You should be yearning and longing for everlasting life, but instead you are chasing after things, things that will perish. Praise God. So in other words, you are, you are busy indulging your flesh. Praise God. Even your flesh as the body will perish. The dust must go back to dust. You know, instead of indulging for, for indulging your flesh you should be indulging your spiritual being praise god because when you feed the spiritual man with the with the spiritual word of god with the things of god then you are guaranteeing that that spiritual man an everlasting life praise god but when you labor so hard and you are focusing on the things of this world praise god things that perish then you are only leading yourself unto destruction. Hallelujah. Unto destruction. Unto destruction. Unto destruction. Unto destruction. So when we are talking about death, we are talking about spiritual death. Do you remember what happened in the Garden of Eden? Of Eden. When the Bible said that, when, when God said that you shall not eat, from this fruit of knowledge because if you eat you shall surely die he was not saying that you shall instantly die that time but he said that you shall surely die God meant spiritually because we were born as spiritual beings as divine beings so when 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 Adam and Eva and, and Eve ate from that from 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 that tree ate from that fruit praise God they lost their divinity Praise God. And they died spiritually. Praise God. So that is what we mean by spiritual death. So death is sin. So the wages of sin is death. So when you're dead, that means that you are dead spiritually. Because when you are in sin, you are dead spiritually. Even me, when I was still in sin, 
praise God. When I was still in my wicked ways, I was dead. That means I was not physically dead, but I was spiritually dead. I was, I was spiritually dead. Praise God. So when I, I was baptized by the Holy Spirit, when I accepted Jesus Christ as a personal Savior and Lord that day, that means then I was being resurrected with Him. I was being resurrected with Him. I was being taken away from darkness into the light. Praise God. Now I became a new creature. Now I became alive in Christ. Now I have received life in Christ because now I am a new creature who is born again in Christ. So when you are in sin, you are dead. That means you are dead spiritually. So destruction then comes for those who are dead in the spirit. You are dead in the spirit. So destruction comes for those who are dead. Destruction is is caused by sin. Destruction is caused by sin. Praise God. Praise God. Because it is of the results of obeying of not obeying the word when you do not obey the word of god you tend to do the opposite of god's will and when you are doing the opposite of god's will that means you are indulging in sin and we know that sin will lead you into destruction into condemnation into hell praise god hallelujah let us go to first timothy first timothy First Timothy chapter 6, yes, chapter 6, chapter 6, verse 9. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 9. So it, it reads like this. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and snare. But let me begin here at verse 6 so that it will make sense. But godliness with contentment, with contentment is, is, is great gain. But godliness with contentment is great gain. So verse 7 says, For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain that we carry nothing out. For we brought... So that is very, very... Well, you know when you are content in God, you, you realize and, 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 and you realize these things, and you know that they are true. That when you came into this world, you came naked. Therefore, even when you go, you will go naked. Because you, you, when you came, you brought nothing. Praise God. You had nothing. You had no money. You had no clothing. You had nothing. You had, you had no roof over your head. And, and even then, when you go back, back to the dust, you will go with nothing. Praise God. Everything that you have accumulated, everything that you have, have the resources you have now as you are still alive, all those will be lost to you. Somebody else will take them. Somebody else will drive your car. Somebody else will live in your house. Somebody else will, 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 will if he likes your clothes, he will dress your clothes in your clothes. Praise God. So we brought nothing. Remember Job, the story of Job. Remember Job, in one day he lost his 10 children. Remember that he lost his wealth. He lost his his, his servants, male servants and, 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 and female servants all in one day. Everything he lost. But you know, he got down. The Bible says that he teared, he, he tore his clothes, and he got down and said, and and, and said, no, I, I have come. Uh, when I came from my mother, I came with nothing. Praise God, I came with nothing because he realized that everything that he had, he had because he was blessed by God. Praise God. So this is what we said. To, that is why we must not worship 
we or we must not yearn. The Bible says that we must not be after the things that are seen. For things that are seen are temporary, but things that are not seen, praise God, are eternal. So verse 8 says, And having food, and having food and raiment, let us be there with content. So we must be content. We know that God eventually will bless us with more. Praise God as we pray. But God is looking for people that who will be who will obey Him. Because God is all about people who will obey Him. Will obey Him. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 33, that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you and that is the word of god that is what you should be saying so for now of course you don't have the car but be content with what you have you have clothing praise god you have food praise god you have roof over your head be content with what you have for now and you will see that god is faithful that he will never lie he will never lie. So as you continue to serve him, to worship him, to be obedient to him, to be obedient to his word, and then God will bless you. He will begin to open more doors for you because God does not um, uh, want us to suffer. He blesses those who obey him, who obey his word. Praise God. But verse 39 says, But they that will be rich fall into temptation and snare and into, into many foolish and hateful lusts with drowned men in destruction and perdition. So you see what riches bring. You see the, the, the longing to be rich, you know, you chasing after the things of this world instead of God. Praise God. Because we have seen children of God, people who were once obedient to the word of God, when God blesses them and they become rich. Now all of a sudden they don't have time to go to church. No, I have to be in this meeting. I have to conclude that deal. I have to do this. I have to do that. Now, all of a sudden, you become so busy for God. You become so busy. You become so busy. You become so busy that you neglect God, the same God that has blessed you. That is why the Bible says that, but they that will be rich will fall into temptation as name. Because people who become rich, they tend to worship the things that they have, the cars, the money, the mansions, and everything that they have. Praise God. And that is why they fall into temptation and snare and to many foolish and hateful lusts with drowned men in destruction and petrol. There is destruction in sin. Praise God. There is destruction in sin. Let us go to the book of 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians. Chapter 5. Chapter 5. Verse 3. Chapter 5, verse 3. Chapter 5, verse 3. For when they shall say peace and safety. Okay, let us start verse 1. But of the times and the season, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. Verse 2 says, For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Verse 3 says, For when they say, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction. Um, cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. This what this is what basically say, this is a warning to us as believers that we must continue. If if you have, if you have chosen the narrow road, if you have chosen the straight and narrow road that leads to life, then you must continue in that path. 
you must not be distracted brother you must must not be distracted but if you are still living and we have chosen that broad that broad way praise god then you must come back to to to, to Christ come back to god come back to god if you are still living in your sin in your wicked ways come back to god for the day of the lord is not known the god will come and and the bible says he will come as a thief and you must remember that when jesus comes this time he is not coming as a savior praise god but he comes as a judge because he has been given the authority by the father to judge the world and he will come as a judge and you do not want him to catch you napping there is no time for napping there is no that is why when he was at the mountain when he came back from praying he came back and found his disciples sleeping he, he, he woke them up he said that they must not sleep they must always be in prayer for they do not know praise god because when the lord comes he will come as a thief that is what the bible here says so those who sleep those who live in sin if you die in your sins then there is sudden destruction that will come upon you if you die as a sinner then there is sudden destruction that will come up upon you but if you die in Christ that means you have life in Christ and that is eternal life praise mighty jesus john 10:10 you know what the bible says in john 10:10 that the devil comes to steal to kill and destroy but the lord jesus comes to teach give us life and life abundantly so in Christ we have life but in satan we have destruction and condemnation we have eternal death when we live in sin but in Christ we have eternal life do not confuse these things so today the bible and the word of god is saying choose between life and death which one are you going to choose let us hold it there for today father we bless your word We thank you Lord for your word. We thank you Father. We pray that oh God your word will become a lamp unto our feet. We pray for more wisdom to preach and teach your word. We pray oh God for your followers, for your people, for the believers all over the world oh God. That oh God they will continue in the straight and narrow path that they have chosen oh God. Father we pray that more disciples of Jesus Christ oh God will be raised to preach the gospel as it is in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for this day indeed in Jesus mighty name. Thank you Jesus. Well, I guess uh That's it for today brothers and sisters. I am Latterday Preacher. Until next time. Have a wonderful, a wonderful, wonderful, blessed, 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 blessed day. I love you with the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bye bye.